0: What a blessing it is this morning to be able to come and, and uh, minister. My brother Bob Self got me off to the side and said, remember, this is a short devotional, Chris. Which, which blesses me and it scares me because that means I have to talk as fast as I can. Uh, In Psalm 23, verses 1 through 3, is a a phrase that has been such a blessing to me down through the years. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures, He leads me beside the still waters, He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. There's been much written in Psalm 23 regarding Psalm 23 by men of God who are far more eloquent than myself. As I prepared this lesson, I thought most of us could sit here blindfolded and swing a stick and hit three or four people more eloquent. Than myself, but this morning I'd look. I'd like to look at part of Psalm three, just the very beginning of it. He restores my soul. You know how, as we get older, we uh, a lot of times our our minds will fail on us, and and uh, I've I've as a minister I've gotten to spend a lot of time uh with folks in their final days as many of you have done the same and it's always been my prayer <clears throat> that uh that my last words would be something godly that I would be able to to have a phrase like he restoreth my soul in uh those kind of words on my lips and uh oh As I said, this is one of those tiny fragments of the Word of of God that you hope that you take with you when all else is left behind. Christ alone is able to restore our souls. It's interesting the word translated as restore has two different senses to it. Both of them, I believe, are applicable to today's lesson. Uh, one is to restore, which means to uh, turn back, and the other restore, which means to refresh. And I think most of us who uh, uh, were raised in a in a works-based environment, uh, uh, it's hard for us to learn to rest in Christ and to and to accept the fact that he is restoring <clears throat> uh, excuse me that he's restoring our souls i uh most of you uh, I know Bob self especially he uh, uh he he knows a lot more about me than than he really ought to but uh i I wasn't always a pastor, and I praise God for the work He's done in me. And it's hard for me when I look back over the years at... um, um, at the work that I, that I did for the Kingdom of Darkness. And there's a, there's a works-based mentality that's in, in all of us, I believe. And you say, well, I put in 25 years for the other side. I'll put in as many as I can for, for the Lord before uh, he, he drops the curtain. But the end of it is, we gotta rest in him to restore our soul it's his work it's um it's sort of like there in arizona we've got the salt river and and uh in the spring it gets to running pretty good and folks will go tubing down the river uh because they they love adrenaline i raised two teenagers i've had all the adrenaline i ever want to have and um and you're going down the salt river and the river's carrying you you don't have to paddle it's carrying you and the thought that god restores our soul we don't have to there's 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 a, a, a there's a part of it that we're involved in but we have to understand it's his work that's restoring us <clears throat> those of us who need restoration i got how am I doing, Bob? I'm talking as fast as I can. We doing okay. Um I I know somewhere the ghost of Earl Blackburn's gonna start tugging on my shirt here, but there's a need for restoration in the different offices that we fill. As as pastors, we rejoice um as well as weep with our church families. We share their burdens, we share their fears, we share their losses. Um, we pray with them and for them, for their unregenerate spouses and parents and children. And I don't believe we'd really be pastors if our hearts weren't knit together with them. I I, I think it's an abomination that in the world today pastors are looked upon as personnel managers or or entertainers, or uh, any of the other foolishness that goes on. Folks, we're pastors, and our hearts are knit together with our people. And, uh, and it breaks our hearts when we see God's people's hearts broken. In Acts 20, Paul said, I spoke to you with weeping uh, as he talked with the elders at Ephesus. our hearts as they're knit together with God's people's hearts when they suffer we suffer as elders we agonize over church discipline i have not yet met an elder that that enjoys church discipline if he did i'd tell him part it's time to leave the ministry because we ought not to it ought to tear our hearts up when we deal with those things We pray for wisdom and we implore the Holy Spirit to break hearts and to bring restoration. As teachers, we search the Scriptures, we search the living Word, we try to make clear, applicable truth in a way that ministers to the souls of the flock from the eldest to the youngest we ought not to leave folks behind cuz they're they're not uh running as fast as we are. We need to stop and 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 make that applicable to them. The means of restoration. I love it. David said, "He restores my soul." In his word he restores my soul, in his body in the body of Christ he restores my soul. And in his creation, he restores my soul. I look in his word and, and, uh, uh, personal study aside from sermon prep. I know we've all heard it a million times. Pastors, you need to get fed yourselves. Um, uh, and I know it's probably not the best illustration in the world, but if you if you take a pickup truck and you and you put a say a half ton truck and you put a half ton of sand in it and you drive across town and unload it, no problem, but you load it full of sand and park it for about three months, and you'll unload that sand, the springs will stay sagged, and we do the same thing if we keep that load of sand on us forever and don't get get shed of it the spring will go out of us and there's no way you try and try to restore that spring prevention is the best for us as pastors we need to have our soul restored we need to go back to Christ and and like I said personal study aside from sermon prep is one of the things that I, uh, they say, confession's good for the soul and bad for the reputation. But uh, that's one of the, it's one of the hardest things for me. I, I spend so much time in sermon prep that I don't take time for feeding my soul on God's word, and so sometimes the springs <clears throat> do get tired. In His Word, the Living Word our devotional time sitting under preaching i i hate technology most of you know i can barely operate a three-ring notebook much less a a computer i i got well it's true bob i i uh i got such a kick out of the the folks doing the little powerpoint thing up there um uh, hopefully, one of these days we'll be starting a mission out there in arizona and i 'll show you our new facilities we 've expanded we 'll have two or three tailgates to preach off of but um, it 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 just one of the neat things that came out of technology is they have these little now bibles i don 't know how many of you folks have seen those they are the coolest little thing they 're about a size of a cell phone, and you can put sermons onto it, I download them off of a my wife knows how to do that you get them on there and 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 you can be out weeding in the garden or whatever, and listening, being fed. From your brothers, how cool is that? I just love it uh, and we uh, we my wife downloaded just recently some of uh, Fred malone 's sermons out of proverbs and and she calls it Chris is hanging out in the garden with Fred because i <laughs> uh, i 'll be out there i 'll be out there killing weeds, listening to Fred preach and and uh and and it just blesses me, it does. It restores our soul as 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 God's word ministers to us. He ministers to us in his body, um the church, our brothers and sisters in Christ. In Colossians four, <clears throat> excuse me, Paul spoke of Tychicus and Onesimus and Aristarchus, and these brothers that refreshed his soul, that restored his soul um one of the brothers yesterday spoke about how you get isolated and you do you you get cut out and away from the rest of God's people and 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 you're feeling like the lone ranger and you hang out if you get back together with God's people and spend some time with them how how Christ uses his body to restore us um our our fellow elders where we serve. I'm so blessed that that uh, by the grace I, of God I serve in the church where where uh, my brother Bob used to pastor and he raised up some some good elders there. Those guys are so solid. Uh, Rich How we call him our bungee cord to reality because. Uh, uh, Shorty Owens and I we come up with some brilliant ideas and Rich gets this sad look and he brings us back and and uh and uh and I better stop on that one right there. Um 'cause Bob will have me before the membership committee again. To, but in his in his word, in the body of Christ, and even in his creation, he restores our soul. Jesus told his disciples, come aside to a desert place. And uh and how neat it is that even in his creation he gets us gives us a, a place to get a breather and and more often than not even when we go someplace to uh Come aside to a desert place. We have an opportunity to minister. I've uh, I've been so blessed by that. The results of restoration, is God gives us a peace that passes all understanding. Folks out in the world, they'd give anything for that. Isn't it funny? The you stop and you look at the the anger and the frustration and the the tension. And folks out in the world, and 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 you work alongside of them, and sooner or later they're going to go. What's your secret? <laughs> How is it that when the rest of the world's crashing down, you still uh, you, you come to work every day, and uh, and you got a piece? What's the story? And you say I, I I serve a great Savior. You know I I uh, it's not like I'm anything to write home to mom about. But I'll tell you what I serve. I'm a great sinner, and I serve a great Savior. And um, and our testimony to the world, our we show in our lives that His grace is sufficient for us. And the end result is, as He restores our soul, we're a clean. Sharp instrument in his hands and, and may he continue to use us as clean, sharp instruments. I, uh, I pray God we never get dull, that he never throws us back in the drawer, but that he resharpens us till there's just nothing left to resharpen. So, anyway, thank you folks.